the land is worth ten thousand. I'm paying them twelve thousand five hundred for it. I'm pretty much just buying the land for a little overpriced. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. Heard of crowdfunding and still curious about how you can benefit from it? Well, we've got a step-by-step guide put together just for you by the best ever team and patch of land, the industry's leading crowdfunding experts. The best crowdfunding crash course ever, episodes 152, 159, 166, and 173 will provide you all you need to know to get started and begin benefiting immediately. Whether it's getting access to funds for your project or passively investing in other people's deals. The time is now to get started with Patch of Land. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever to grab your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-E-N-D.com forward slash best ever. Hi, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless and I'm here with today's guest, Josh Light. Hi, Josh. How are you doing, Joe? Doing well, and we'll get to a little bit more about your name in a second because sometimes people don't call you Josh. They call you by another name, and we'll let you tell that story. And before we get into that, though, Josh is joining us from Corpus Christi, Texas, where he has been serving in the Navy since 2008. He's involved in his first rehab project right now. And he owns his own home, which he financed through a VA loan. So we're going to talk about the learning experiences that he's come across. And he's currently coming across on his first deal and also financing and and then your name. So with that being said, Josh, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and maybe crack the case on what the heck I keep alluding to? Like you said, I've been in the Navy for about seven years now. I just got started in real estate back in January. Actually, before that, I've been studying business in general because I've always wanted to own my own business for about two years before that. And I just like real estate just hit me uh, after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I got involved in that. My wife kind of pushed me into really liking the idea of it. So my name, my name is Joshus Stephen Light. Joshus spelled J-O-S-H-U-S. The story behind that is I was getting my driver's license. And I had to go get my birth certificate. My dad told me just to get a copy from the school. So I was like, all right. I went there. I got them to get me a copy. I looked at it and it said Joshus. <laughs> Didn't say Joshua. It said Joshus. So I go get my driver's license. I get ready to join the Navy. My recruiter is like, hey, I need your birth certificate, social security card, driver's license, all this stuff. So I'm like, okay. So I go get to get my uh, social security card. And my dad's like, okay, here you go. It says Joshua on it. So I go back to my recruiter. I'm like, is this an issue? He's like, yeah, let's change your social security card to say Josh's too. <laughs> so I joined the Navy. Fast forward two years. Well, more like two and a half. But uh, I'm getting ready to deploy to Bahrain, a little island off the coast of Saudi Arabia. And I need a government passport. So I go up there. They tell me all this stuff I need. I give it to them. And they look at my birth certificate, at least what I thought was my birth certificate, and says, no, this is Certificate of Vitality. It is equivalent in Texas as a birth certificate, but not for the government's purpose. So it wasn't actually a birth certificate. I get a hold of my mother, and she overnights me my real birth certificate, 
that says Joshua on it. <laughs> so easiest thing to do is just change my name to Josh's. So you don't want to try to change your name with the military. It is very complicated, very long process. So you were going by Joshua up until your military days, and now you're Josh's. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Oh, man, that is amazing. And so what has Joshua been up to recently from a real estate standpoint? I'm working on trying to get some of my uh, first mailers out to mail to people, waiting on the bank to come back and say, all right, we're ready to close on this property. It's a real rundown place. It has major flooring issues, roof damage. I'm getting it. The land is worth 10000 I'm paying them 12500 for it. I'm pretty much just buying the land for a little overpriced. And I've just been waiting on the bank. They're incredibly slow. What are your projected numbers behind this property? Well, I'm going to do the gut of the property myself. So I'll save quite a bit on that. The trash can's only like $300 for two weeks. So I can gut it myself. Then uh, I'm going to get a contractor to look at it again. Because contract originally projected me at about $40,000 for the roof and the flooring work, but I'll get them to look at it again, give me a new price. But the house can resell for anywhere from eighty dollars to $90,000. So I'm probably not going to resell it. I'm probably just going to keep a hold of it as as a hold and rent it out. Uh, it can rent from about $1,000. Here in Corpus, everything rents. Everything rents for just a ridiculous amount of money. I have a friend, he pays... About $1,400 for two-bedroom apartment. Everything rents around here because there is so much, um, so many people that can't get uh, regular loans and just buy a house because banks aren't lending like they used to. Houses, honestly, I have a lot of uh, investor friends that do rehab still around here. If you're in the right area of Corpus Christi, you can rehab and resell pretty easily. They'll sit on the market for about three months before they sell but you can still sell them. My mentor, he, uh, all he does is pretty much rehabs. He markets for them and he just does paint and carpet rehabs and resells them. Uh, he's been at it for whew, like 10 years now. So I just kind of follow with him. I'm trying to do wholesaling myself. You know, getting started in real estate is really hard. It's not as easy as the gurus want you to think because I listened to a lot of gurus when I was getting ready to start all this and is not as easy as they want you to think. It's a lot of work. And when you're by yourself, pretty much starting to do this, unless you've got a sizable amount of money saved up to put towards um, direct mail, your website, just if you're looking to buy and hold, you got to have a lot, you got to have money put down because no one will just, unless you're defined through your direct mail and somebody that'll finance everything 100%, Nobody's going to just give you all the money to do everything. How long do you think this rehab is going to take you? Well, with my work schedule, it's going to take me a little while because I work at least 15 days out of the month, if not more than that. And my schedules are, I work 14 to 15 hour days. Like I, I have days off, but some days they'll just say, oh, we need you to do this. You need to go do this. You need to do that. So those days go out the window and it's going to take me several months. I'm financing it with a personal loan. So I have the money just to cover the personal loan. If the house sits there for a little bit, it'll be all right. I'm trying to do the gut as soon as I can because I'll have to probably go out there the entire two or three days I have off and just gut the whole property. 
with the with Corpus Christi, I mean, you mentioned everybody, or, or you mentioned that so many people rent. It sounds like a good market for buying and holding from a, a rental standpoint. Let's talk a little bit more about that, just to kind of dig in there. What about hurricanes? How do you protect against that, and what type of insurance do you have? Well, we have um, wind and hell insurance down here. Um, it's not the most reliable insurance, honestly, because when I was buying my house, we had only two options to go through, either the state or some other company that was barely floating. So we went through the state. We also, a lot of people, a lot of houses around here have uh, window shutters to keep, protect their windows. And double pane is very common around here. Just some people even just put, if they own it and if you're in a certain part of town, they just put uh, plywood over their windows, honestly. Hurricanes, we've had a tornado just recently. I didn't see any of it other than the rain and the wind, but we had one, not any damage I know of, but insurance is not cheap. In what parts of Corpus Christi, if we were to, if we were in a helicopter looking down on Corpus Christi, what are the areas that you would invest in? I would invest in the lower side just because I want to, I'm very big into revitalization and bringing uh, everybody up to I guess standard. Uh, most people won't even touch the lower side area around here. Um, a lot of the investors, unless you have a property which is very hard to come by in the south side part of Corpus Christi, which actually I live in south side. There's a difference between lower side and south side? Oh, yeah. I was just writing down, when you said lower side, I just wrote down south side. So what's the difference there? Corpus is really blocked up. You have like Central City, um, Bay Area, south side, Flower Bluff. Another one, I just can't think of it off the top of my head, but Central City is more the older part that is, you don't always have like, it's not the hood. I don't think it's really that bad of an area, but some people are just like, I don't want to deal with that at all. The house that I bought or I'm trying to buy is actually in Central City area. It's actually right next to a golf course, but people still won't touch it because it's in that Central City area. I go over there at least weekly and I never... I'm not afraid to walk down the street. It's just people don't take care of their houses or they're renting and they just don't care. Southside is more of the new development. Corpus Christi is going through a whole new revitalization. Uh, we're poised to be the fourth largest port in America by 2016 or 17. So we're going to start really growing here. And Southside is where everybody wants to live. And most people can't afford to live on this side. I can, thanks to a VA loan. But Central City is where I would prefer, just because I like being involved in the community. And sooner or later, the city's going to get around to demolishing all the rundown houses and stuff, because they're going to try to buy them out of their house, demolish it, and resell it to a developer, and put brand new houses up there anyways. Because that's what they're doing in the Flower Bluff area right now. They are buying people out of their houses, demolishing the area and selling it off to a developer. And you think Central City is the next one that's going to take place? Oh, yeah, because Central City is more is closer to the actual like city part where you got your buildings, your major banks and stuff like that. Um, we have the American Bank Center here, and they're a real big bank around here, and they're in the downtown area. Yeah, Central City is probably going to be where they're going to start just buying up and trying to rehab a lot of this stuff. Let's talk about that VA loan. What are the details around that for any of our military best ever listeners out there? VA loan is probably the best loan 
in my opinion, out there, except for the uh, one where you can buy, well, I think it's a USDA loan where they'll fund you the money to fix up the place. But the VA loan is a no money down loan. You have to pay your closing costs, like the uh, inspections, termite inspections, stuff like that. I think I paid maybe three, maybe 4000 in closing costs just with all the inspections. Because I, I work so much, my wife did most of this. It's zero percent down. Yeah, zero percent down. It's it's really good. We have like three point two percent interest. There are certain standards like you have to have all appliances in the house. Um, it has to have a refrigerator. Uh, it has to be ready to go livable. You can't buy a place that needs any work or anything like that. Because we try to buy one place that didn't have a refrigerator, didn't have a washer, uh, dishwasher and stuff like that. And it was in great condition. It was in a great area, but they wouldn't do it because of the appliances. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? Figuring out what you want to do in your life and try to get into real estate. Start as early as possible in real estate. Um, I wish I had. I wish I'd known about this stuff when I was 18, when I had nothing better to do before the military because I had all the free time in the world to do this stuff. Because you can do this stuff if you have just free time and a lot of time to do all the work. Because I lived in Austin before the military, and before Austin blew up like it has in the last seven years, and when they have a Formula One track and stuff like that. If I'd known about real estate and everything people do in this, I would have worked hard to get into this. You ready for the best ever lightning round? I'm ready, Joe. First, a quick word from our best ever sponsors. Crowdfunding. You've heard about it, and now it's time to learn about it. Our best ever sponsor, Patch of Land, is a leading expert in the crowdfunding space, and they've got all the answers to your crowdfunding questions. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and grab your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P A T C H O F L E N D dot com forward slash best ever. Are you looking for a step by step guide to starting your flipping career and successfully tackling your first flip project? If so, head to Amazon.com and pick up the best-selling book, The Book on Flipping Houses by professional house flipper Jay Scott. That's The Book on Flipping Houses by Jay Scott. He's a fellow best-ever guest, and he's an active best-ever listener. Check out his book, The Book on Flipping Houses. Best-ever book you've read? I am a book junkie, so I have probably about a thousand books in my house, but uh, I'm going to have to pick The Last Lecture. What's that about? The last lecture is about a college professor who was to give a lecture. Uh, There's a series called Last Lectures that colleges do. And he finds out about six months before that he is diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. So he is. it is going to actually be his last lecture ever. And he does it as a message to his kids on everything in his uh, life and it's an incredibly like emotional and inspiring book. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. This one happened to me um, last year in the while stationed in Guantanamo Bay. I was the watch commander, which is basically nighttime. Everybody's asleep. I'm the only one in charge. If anything happens, like tactically, I'm absolute tactical control over the entire base. So it's a pretty big position. And I had an incident happen where I sent my patrolman to go deal with it. And I didn't think it was much of an issue. Well, my guys didn't do exactly what they were supposed to. 
somebody ended up getting hurt and because I didn't follow up with what they did and made sure they did their job right, I just decided to trust them. I got in some pretty big trouble. Uh, let's put it that way. And uh, it taught me that I need to trust but verify what they do. Trust them, but I still need to check. And I intend to apply that into my real estate as in when I hire contractors or somebody else to do something for me. Trust that they're going to do it, but verify they do it. What's the best ever success habit you practice? Never giving up. You got to have a will and a drive to do this because it is really easy just to say, this is way too hard. I'm just going to give up. I can't do it anymore. Just I, I've been at that point several times where I just wanted to give up, but I keep the drive and keep pushing along. Best ever project you're most excited about right now? My real estate, uh, my rehab. As soon as it gets through the bank and I close on it, I'm very excited to get it going and get it started. I feel like I'm actually doing something. You mentioned that you have a mentor or consultant that you learn from in the market. How did you become introduced to him or her? I just finished a seminar with Fortune Builders, and I jumped on Craigslist, and I was looking around for the whole cash buyers thing that everybody, all those seminars try to read to you, and I saw his ad on there, and I gave him a call. He's just started teaching me pretty much since that day. He's like, if you find anything, I'm willing to help you sell it. If you need advice, just give me a call. He's really helpful. and He's taught me a whole lot being in this business. Best ever way you like to give back? I like volunteering with the Habitat for Humanity. I'm very big in giving back into the community and being a part of it. I'm a very Texas first type person. Texas first? Texas first. Okay. <laughs> I want to grow my state and help make my state um, more, we're already the greatest state ever, but uh, even better. Well, you got to be careful because since you're in the Navy, you might get shipped off to San Diego or something, and then you'll have to kind of temper that a little bit with all those Californians over there. Oh, I never temper that. <laughs> we're known for that. That is true. I don't know if you know this, but I'm from Fort Worth. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Best ever quote. I have two. One, the way I practice my business is integrity is a foundation of our conduct. It is actually part of the Navy ethos. Always, when it comes to business of any sort, I am very big on integrity and doing everything the right way the first time and not doing anything unethical or trying to screw anybody over. The other one comes from Theodore Roosevelt, speak softly and carry a big stick. You should always treat everybody with respect, talk very calmly and make sure that people get your point across. But if people don't understand what you're want to get conversational or don't understand that you're in charge, you have the, I guess, the, the power to come back and say, no, this is not the way it's going. I'm a leader foremost from being in the Navy. I've learned all my leadership there and I lead people day in and day out. And that's a big part of my leadership is speak softly and carry a big stick. What would you say is the biggest mistake you've made either professionally in the Navy or in real estate? Well, I made so many mistakes in the military, <laughs> but uh, I've learned from all those. Uh, I'd say my biggest mistake in real estate is, I'm going to have to say, just not being organized enough. Um, organization is a big key in it, and I'm just not organized enough sometimes. And in the beginning, I was definitely not organized at all. 
And what's the best ever place to reach you? My website or on Facebook or heck an email. What's your website? It is mad-realestate.com. Mad is just for my daughter, Madison. Oh, cool. I'm sure she appreciates that if she can read. Yeah, she's getting close to reading. <laughs> she turns four this year, so. There you go. Well, Josh, Josh, and Joshua, thank you <laughs> so much for being on the Best Ever Show and sharing your best ever advice with the Best Ever listeners and talking about your your learnings that you've come across starting out. I like getting perspective from investors like yourself who are just starting out, but actively starting out. You're in the thick of things. You have your own property through a VA loan, which you talked a little bit about that, where even though it's 0% down, there was still three to $4,000 in closing costs, including the inspections. So all of the best ever listeners who are in the military or are veterans, then you, know, you might want to keep that in mind. And then also you, you, you mentioned in passing the USDA loan where they give you money to fix up the place and just as a side note, that is for primary occupants only. They don't want that to be an investment loan for USDA. And Corpus Christi, you talked all about Corpus Christi and the next hotspot, Central City. So hopefully this show doesn't get too popular for the Corpus Christi market and the best ever listeners are inundating the marketplace. But I, I'm sure as, as you... I'm sure you live in the same world as I do, and that's the world of abundance. So you'll be happy to share Corpus Christi with the other fellow Best Ever listeners. And and talking about the house that you're looking to purchase now, where you think you can sell for 80 to 90K, run it out for 1,000 plus or minus, and you're still getting the contractor quotes for it. So really just talking about where you're at right now, what you've learned so far, the desire that you wish you had started sooner, but nonetheless, you're getting going right now and it sounds like you got a solid team in place. So thank you so much, Joshua, Joshus, and Josh, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.